Greetings, my beautiful fellow badass lightworker. I'm honored to be joining you right now. Thank you so much for listening. You're listening to my podcast, Stepping into the Light, with yours truly, Julia Treat. I am a medium, angel intuitive, healer, mentor, coach, guide, teacher, author, (laughs) whatever, right? (laughs) We're a lot of things, and it's hard to put a label on something when you are doing lots of stuff. You're rocking out your goodness out to the world, and so it's hard to put labels on just how amazing we are. So today, the angels have messages messages from the angels they want to make sure that you are remembering i'm gonna say the quote-unquote rules there aren't rules (laughs) but that's exactly how it just came out are you remembering the rules the number one rule the only rule to remember you must call on us to help you we are not allowed to unless you do we are waiting to help you in every area of your life All you need to do is call on us now. And they want to remind you that you do not have to have some kind of desperation plea. I've used them before, believe me. And yes, they worked. But we don't have to be at that desperation place. It seems like, honestly, it just dawned on me. I just had this aha moment right now. Perhaps when we are at our rock bottom, what we think is rock bottom, and I've been there a few times, what I would consider rock bottom, maybe in different ways. Perhaps that when we're, you know, sending out that desperation plea or that prayer to God, like, please, God, help me now. I am like, this is it. Maybe that's just when we, you know, our faith meter is at the highest. Maybe it's because we realize there is no other way that we could come out of this without, um, you know, a true miracle happening. And so we get into these patterns of, I'm asking you for help, but I'm still going to shove all of you out of the way, angels, because I know what's best, and I'm going to continue to do what I think I should do. But I'm going to call on you to help me, but I'm going to, you know, make these rules of how you can help me. When if we're at rock bottom or our desperation plea, we don't give a shit how they show up. We're just like, please help me. God help me. I need a miracle now. I've witnessed so many miracles of my own and so many of clients it just brings such joy when I hear of another miracle. And whether or not they've worked with me in a group or one-on-one or taken one of my automated courses, or they didn't ever work with me at all, it's so cool to hear about the miracles. And I love it when people really get that a miracle is a miracle. It's not, it doesn't have to be this huge mass, this huge thing. I remember one miracle quite vividly right now. I was speaking with my mentor on the phone a couple of years ago. I don't know, maybe three or four years ago. I was sitting on my deck looking out my windows. I have these beautiful windows that I can see out of. And it's like I'm in a forest, even though I am in a residential area. I have trees all in my backyard. I have a river that runs behind my house. And I can just see, you know, we feed the birds and we feed the squirrels. We even order nuts, special nuts for the squirrels. Now, our animals are very well taken care of. But I was talking with my mentor, and it was in the summertime, I remember that, and I had a hummingbird feeder out my back door where I can actually see it, too. It would be hanging right where I can see out my back door. 
And my mentor was, I don't remember what we were talking about, but she said, oh my God, a hummingbird just showed up here. I think she was sitting outside. She has a little pond that they had made and she was sitting at her little swing at the pond, I believe. And she said, this hummingbird just showed up and she goes, um, we talked about a little bit more and I know that it had to do with the conversation at the time that we were having and hummingbirds are really here to remind us that this here on earth in this human form, this is the illusion. So this is all an illusion. We need to really remember reality, which is that magical stuff can happen at a moment's notice and that miracles can happen without us striving or trying or those desperation pleas. So she says, this hummingbird just showed up, made total sense with what we were talking about. I don't remember the subject right now, but I do remember that it was pertinent to our conversation. And she said, see, here's the hummingbird just to remind you of this, that this is all possible. And we talked a few more moments and then she said, whoop, there he went. And the moment she said, there he went, I kid you not, a hummingbird showed up at my hummingbird feeder. Oh, I just got chills on my arms when I said that. It was so cool. And just a reminder that hummingbird had shown up to remind me that this is the illusion. And right when she said, there he goes, he showed up at my hummingbird feeder, just like a double, huge, amazing validation. And what I would consider a miracle that a hummingbird can travel from Rhode Island to my house in a split second, not even a second. I mean, when things like that happen to me or you, or you hear stories about it of others, doesn't it like jolt you into believing that there is more shit available that I have not tapped into? Do you get that? Like people get these, these aha moments or these epiphanies or these little miraculous moments and then they're like, oh my God. And it's, it's almost like we've separated that this can happen all the time. That it's just once in a while, maybe the energy has to build or I have to do so many good things or I have to put so many hours into my business or I have to meditate so much or pray so much or oh my God, the stories that we can tell ourselves. Miracles are here for us, my friends. We have this massive, massive spiritual team ready to bring them to us if we would just get out of the fucking way. My uh, spiritual boot campers, I'm always, I think it's day two. Day two, I send them a video. You get something every day from me. But day two is a video, and it's about creating your big vision, the big vision of your life. Now, it doesn't mean you have to have some kind of big business. It's the big vision of your life, and you are putting it down you are creating vision boards, vision books. I go into the whole process. I actually show everyone my vision books and my vision board, which I kept private for many years, but now I love to share them with everyone because it's fun to talk about all the things that have come true for me. But it's creating the vision of your life. Everything that would make you so freaking happy, so happy with no rules, so I tell people, you know, I had, it was wonderful. I had this woman that her vision was just to be in a hammock in Costa Rica drinking pina coladas. And I said, so create your entire board around that and what that would look like. You know, maybe you have a cabana boy delivering drinks. Maybe you got a chef, whatever, like expand on that. But then she goes, but how can I have that? Like I, 
so we dug deep into her. We didn't have to dig. We didn't have to dig too deep. But her rules were that you have to work hard for a life like that. You have to save for a rainy day. You know these little these phrases we tell ourselves. Then she also had the guilt of doing that instead of like she's supposed to be of service here or doing all of this stuff for the world or others, and so that would mean she's wasting time. And I said, girlfriend. We got you create your vision for Costa Rica and we're going to get rid of those limiting beliefs so that your dream comes true. And well, I am happy to report that her dream is manifesting. Um, it is beginning to uh, open up for her like everything is is beginning to flow that direction. She continues to do the work, though, to let go of those limiting beliefs that she has you know, be, been conditioned to believe, taken on uh, in her subconscious memory. So that's things we also get rid of during boot camp. So the angels are helping her bring all this to fruition. One of the favorite things that I love to, to do is, is tell the angels to make this easy for me, whatever this is. So if I'm having you know, I used to, used to, my old story was that I'm not a real technical person and it's difficult to navigate with my website or online or new programs. And I changed that story to that it's very easy for me. The angels make it easy for me. The correct button pops up. I click on the right thing. I, it's super easy. Ask the angels to make things easy. Just try that for several weeks and see what happens. So much fun. For those of you that have been following me in my personal life, you know that I have a new fur baby named Macy. She's a Havanese. I love her. Oh, my gosh. She's four, no, five months old now. She is hilarious. Um, and But what I realized is that she needs a sibling. So anytime I would leave the house, even even if I went upstairs, and we kind of, I don't, we don't allow them upstairs, just kind of like, keeping them away from the stairs because I've had a lot of dogs in the past that had knee and back issues. And no, I'm not creating that story. I'm just now, it's kind of preventative medicine now. We're just not going to go there. They can be happy downstairs. They have, let's see, three beds in the living room and two on the deck they can choose from. <laughs> so anytime I'd even go upstairs, she would just sit at the bottom of the stairs and cry until I, was, I came down, whether I was taking a shower or folding laundry or whatever. Then if I left... You know, she has that, it is, you know, a puppy thing too, the separation anxiety sometimes, but I think it might be worse for Havanese. I did read something about that. So we just welcomed her sibling. It's not her birth sibling. It's her soul sibling, her little sister. And how funny. So we got Macy mm, two weeks ago, I think, something like that. And this dog's name was Gracie. And she showed up last night. We picked her up last night. She is only two months old, and she's a tiny little peanut and just stinking hilarious. So I noticed, though, I didn't think they would, you know, here I'm thinking, no, they'll understand what their names are. It's Even though they rhyme, they're going to know. Well, it was a little confusing already just in one evening. So now it's Ava Grace. So it's Macy and Ava Grace. And I just have to give you a shout-out to my friend Nikki because she's going to know, like, Ava Grace is a, a name that we have discussed before. So... Just wanted to shout out to you. Hey, Nikki. So we were expecting Eva Grace. And uh, she flew here. I flew her here. And 
I asked Archangel Michael, just as I did with Macy, to make it easy on her, for everything to flow smoothly, for her to not be traumatized or that everything would work out perfectly. And I even called in my past fur babies, Daisy and Rosie, who a lot of you have heard about. Sassy was my dog of 19 years before those two. And now I connect with all three of my girls all the time. They see them playing. They give me messages. And I told them all to be in that little crate with with uh, Ava Grace. And <laughs> it was funny because in my mind, I could actually see them all shoved in one end and giving her the rest of the the room. And they're just laying there like, but our mommy told us to, so we're here for you. But we're going to stay down here and not freak you out. It's just hilarious. So... This is another message from the angels. This is why it's so important when we ask for them to help and we give them our worries, our concerns, whether it's our own life, our personal life, our job, our career, our, our health, our wealth, our children, our parents. When we ask for guidance or help, we have to let it go because they cannot intervene in a divinely, in a divine way if we're stuck in worry. So I give it to the angels, and I've gotten to where this is so easy for me now, and I'm grateful. I even ask the angels to make it easy for me to give them things. Make it easy for me to give you things and let go, okay? Make it easy for me to let go of the worry and, or trying to figure it out the next step. Make it easy for me to give this to you, and that's what they did. So Ava, Grace was coming, and I know, you know, you think about animals traveling like that, and like, oh, boy. You could go into these stories, and I said, nope, angels, you're going to make sure that this is perfect because there's a few reasons she was guided to our family. I know that, and I, her name being one of them, um, there's other reasons that I, it's no big deal, I don't have to go into, but I knew that this dog was supposed to be with us. Well, I'll just tell you. <laughs> uh, and how funny, my time on my clock as I'm recording, this is 2.22 p.m. For those of you that don't know, 2.22 means... The miracles are on the way. Don't you dare, dare, dare think of quitting. So Grace is the name of my daughter. I have two children who guide me from, for, from the other side. I had a miscarriage and I terminated a pregnancy. And so I have a son and a daughter that guide me all the time. Grace is my daughter. And she has been coming through a lot for a lot of people that I work with personally, one-on-one -on -one with. Don't reach out if you get a message from Grace for me, please. Um, I do welcome it from my one-on-one -on -one coaching clients. That is kind of my rule there because they, we have a very intimate relationship. My coaching clients and I become very close and friends, and uh, they know a lot about me. So, yes, I've received multiple messages from my one-on-one -on -one clients about grace and then when I was praying and asking for guidance as to where's the next fur baby coming from this puppy came across my radar now her name was grace I fell in love with her face first of all anyway she's actually the opposite color of Macy she's all white with a little bit of chocolate on her um, she has light colored eyes you'll see you'll be seeing pictures on my uh, Facebook page if you follow me there but the kicker was when I called about her to inquire where she was coming from she was coming from South Dakota, very near to the Black Hills where I grew up. So that was just icing on the cake. I said, well, you know, there's just too much here. That, <laughs> that's enough for me. So I asked Archangel Michael and my fur babies 
you stick with her. She is fine. Because one thing about Havanese is when they travel or when they're under stress, it's not even just traveling, when they're under stress, they can develop something called hypoglycemia. Um, I actually had that when I was a teenager, so that was kind of crazy when I heard that. So there's a chance they can, and you have to, like, start giving them this, it's called NutraCal. It's like um, a calorie booster. As soon as you get them off the plane, you have to start, you know, putting this on their lips, and they take it. And um, so I got the NutraCal, I'm prepared in case she's, and it's, it had all these things, you know, if she's lethargic, if she's not um, responding and I'm, I, but I'm not once, not one time did I go and picture that my fur baby would show up like that. I said, no, nope, Archangel Michael. And I, I would say, you know, Archangel Michael, show me, show me you with her. And he would just had his, his like sword right there standing by her. He's like, I, I swear. He was like, how many times do I have to tell you she's taken care of? <laughs> I wasn't worrying, but I kept asking, but I had no fear within me, no vibrational like fear. I would just ask for updates. Show me an update. Where are you? And he'd show me. So we picked her up last night. It was super late. It was like 11.30 p.m. is when she got in. They had to actually change the time because she was on a flight earlier, but it was going to be too warm. Um, so I love that they actually, they really take care of um, these babies. So we went to get her, and the woman came out carrying her little crate, and she said, oh, my God, this is a live wire. Like, she's been crying, and she's ready to get out of this crate. So I had my scissors with me. We cut the zip ties off, and, I mean, she was clawing at it. Like, not freaking out. She wanted out. And I was so relieved to see this dog with so much energy. I said, girl, you, you know, and I thanked Archangel Michael in my mind. I'm like, thank you so much. Like, look at her. She's, she's ready to play, and... What a little gem. And she kept me up all night. <laughs> she was definitely ready to play. But I throw these out examples out to you because this is what happens when we ask for help and we, we allow them to take care of it and we let go of the worry and stress. Crazy, amazing things can happen. Even parents, if you have children or grandchildren, call the angels in to be with them every day and watch over them. Again, not the desperation plea. Just call them in and say, thank you for watching over my son or my daughter or my children or my parents or whoever, and I'm going to go on about my day. Because I talk so much about our vibration that that's what we're calling in. So if you're asking the angels to help, but your vibration is, oh, my God, is my son going to be picked on today? Or is something going to happen? Or I have this fear every time I let them go, I'll never see them again. Like, that's what you're calling in. Like, that's the vibration you're calling in. I mean, the, the angels, the moment you ask for help, are swooping down saying, okay. And then your vibration shifts to, oh, my God, is it going to be okay? And you're like, whoa, okay, well, well, let's do what we can. It's so important. So important. Number one, to call them in. Number two, let the shit go. Let it go. Oh, here, I'm not even going to start singing that song to you. <laughs> I've been singing a lot lately, but it's funny. Uh, the more I move into or shift towards the kids with this whole, uh, uh, the Rainbow Crew, if you haven't heard about that yet, a colleague of mine, Jessica Drew, she's an artist, an illustrator, such a gifted writer, and oh, she just blows me away. She and I have started the Rainbow Crew. We have a YouTube channel. Yesterday, I just posted a video 
of me walking on the river behind my house and talking about how to connect with the fairies and angels and get really cool surprises. It is on my children's channel, but it's funny. I post children's videos and adults reach out and say, I love this video. I'm such a kid at heart. I'm like, thank God, because we all need to be kids at heart. We need to tap into that inner child and get out of the seriousness. Most adults are so serious that I don't even have fun hanging out with them. And I'm serious about that. <laughs> I would rather hang out with kids any day. So the, the Rainbow Crew, we have a Facebook page, and we really hope to communicate with parents there, uh, with kids, with sensitive kids, or rainbow children, indigos, crystals. So we're really here to help all of you and help the children really continue to have a connection with their angels and guides and not lose that like so many of us did. So many of us don't even remember being young and having that, uh, what they say, quote-unquote, imagination. Remember that dragonfly saying, this is the illusion here? Kids that have imaginations, they're actually the ones that are connected. They're seeing reality. I swear. <laughs> the kids that you hear in their room playing like there's no one in there with them and they're talking away and they're having conversations, they're playing with their angels. They're playing with your past uh, family members. They're playing with their little guides that are with them. They're playing with their animal kingdom. They're not making it up. So angels, angels, angels. Um, so let me just go over a couple of angel facts that you, in case you don't know. Well, if they start coming, you're going to start noticing fours. The number four, 44, 444. Or for me yesterday, it was like five fours. I've been seeing five fours everywhere. Does not matter if you see more fours that you're closer to the angels than others. That does not mean that. There's an infinite number of angels available to help you at any time. Be sure that if you call the angels in to help others, that you also call them in to help you. Do not give them away. They can be with all of you. We each have a guardian angel, or more, or several, or like I've been told, a massive tribe of guardian angels that have been with us since birth. I'm not surprised I have a massive amount because I should not be alive. Telling you, my teen years... Um, I did all I could without actually doing the deed. I did all I could to leave this place. I, I loathed myself. So thank you, my angels, because you got me to where I am, and I, know, understa I understand now why I went through all of that. People think that I've had this. You know, we have these... <laughs> I was thinking, I just got done with my mediumship in angel intuitive course that I teach once a year. And I was telling stories of how, you know, self-love is such a huge part of doing this work. Like you have to love yourself to move forward in, as a medium or intuitive because not everyone's going to dig you. There's going to people, be people that ridicule you. Um, it's a huge, huge step, but one you must take. Believe me, if your soul is calling you to do it, you must do it or your body is going to revolt against you. It's just, <laughs> if we're not stepping into whatever our calling is, you're going to experience more pain in your body, physical pain, emotional baggage, roller coasters, um, confusion, scatteredness. Like, so, but I was telling this group that there was one time, I think I was like, I'm trying to think, I think I was like 22 21. I was definitely a professional partier. 
I was actually a bartender for 15 years. I got paid to socialize. It was like the best gig ever. But I drank a lot and did a, you know, recreational stuff, did marijuana, I did coke, but there was one morning I was walking down the main street in our very small town where my dad is the minister. And I kind of was estranged from my parents for a little while. I'm sure you can guess why. And I had been out partying for almost 24 hours straight, drinking, doing coke, pot, you name it. Even to the point where I drank myself sober. I had never done that, and that's bizarre. Um, I mean, you feel sober. I'm not quite sure if you are, but I felt it. And then just to turn around and get drunk again. <laughs> and um, I was walking down the street, this little road, and it's like, Seven in the morning when people are going to work and I'm walking down the road stumbling. And I lived with my boyfriend, a boyfriend at the time, who passed me and had not seen me in a day. Like, this is stuff that you probably don't even realize. And, and I share this because, number one, I'm not ashamed of it at all whatsoever. There were many years I was, but I'm not anymore. But I share it because... Like, like this group, when I was sharing that story, they're like, oh my God, you just reminded me of things from my earlier days that I've just been carrying the shame about. And I go, well, it's about time you let that shit go, don't you think? And she, she almost, you know, one of the girls in the group said, I feel like I can now just because you said you went through it. <laughs> like I had given her permission or something because she had me, I think, I'm not sure, maybe on some kind of pedestal that Julia doesn't do those things or this didn't happen to her because I'm here to tell you, I could probably top most of you <laughs> as far as dangerous, reckless, rebellious acts. I was the queen of them. I was, I was told everyone, you know, I was the preacher's daughter, so I tried really hard to fit in <laughs> with everybody. So my angels, I have no doubt, kept me going kept me safe I had been with a few people that that 24-hour period where you know things could have happened bad things and it nothing happened other than you know partying way too much but other things could have happened and it didn't that's just one example so angels cannot help us unless we call them in the only exception is when it, is our not, when it is not our time to die, okay? It's divine intervention. They can swoop in. You've heard stories, I'm sure, from others. At least if you've read my book um, or listened to other podcasts, I talk about some of these miracles where angels have saved someone that should not be here. That is the only time that they can intervene. So keeping your company with the angels will help attune your mind and heart to your higher self. We all have a higher self that knows the way. It's not in your head between your two ears. I guarantee you that. It's your heart. Your heart and soul knows the way. You talk with them daily. Ask them to help you, show you the way. Use angel oracle cards, which I love to do. Sometimes I paint angels. Sometimes I color angels. You could read about angels. That helps you get attuned to your higher self. When your ego begins to run the show, ask the angels to pull you back. Ask the angels to help you let go of that ego. You can ask for thousands of angels to surround you now. 
through your day. You can ask him to watch over your children, your clients, loved ones, and even those who may be difficult to love. You can even ask the angels to help you forgive someone who you need to forgive. You know who you are. Unforgiveness only affects you. It only eats away at you. It does not affect the other person because regardless of that, that person seems remorseful or not, it is eating away at them. They're doing enough to beat themselves up, even if they don't show it on the outside. And I want to talk real quick. Just give me a moment for those who have hurt you or couldn't love you or didn't say they were sorry or didn't make up before they passed. Those souls will do so much more from the other side to help you. They are they want to make up. They've been healed, they've seen the error of their ways and they want to do everything they can to make your dreams come true. This is so true. I even have my grandfather, who we were not very close. And as I began to act out as a teenager, he really just got mean with his words and hurt my feelings a lot. And um, he has been coming through recently and really is, I mean, it just, it didn't surprise, it surprised me because I hadn't heard from him ever, but then it didn't because I know how this works. I'm like, you know what? I can see why he's coming forward now because I'm really coming close to these huge things coming to fruition. And it makes so much sense that he's stepping up to be a big part of that because I know that he felt bad for the way that he treated me. You don't need some formal invocation to invite the angels into your life. All you need to do is ask and to be sincere. Again, stay out of the details. Hey, I need help with this. Please help in every way that you can. Any way, every way, however you may. You can also get roses. If you want to have roses in your home, that's like the scent that's attuned to the angels. I am allergic to flowers, so I cannot have flowers in my home, but roses are attuned to the angels. You can also use rose essential oil. You can even put like a rose quartz crystal in your bath water while you're soaking. Now you would want a polished rose quartz crystal, not a, a what you call raw, I guess, raw, just a, um, a rough cut because that would actually um, take away from how your crystals looks. So the polished ones, they've already been polished. Those could go in your bathtub. And I do want to point out real quick, for those of you that I have said before, Epsom salt baths are amazing. To get Epsom salt baths and be in, in as warm with water as possible for 20, 30 minutes. I do like 40 minutes, 45 sometimes. I stopped using sea salt. And I even stopped using sea salt in my water. If you ever heard that podcast about how to help your body stay hydrated, just even your cells hydrated, that I told everyone, you know, put sea salt in your water. But I now, because there is so much plastics, the plastics are showing up in the sea salt because there's so much plastic in the ocean. And it actually showed up in my last blood work at my naturopaths. So I switched to Himalayan salt. That's the only salt, that pink Himalayan salt, as far as I know, is the only salt that does not hold any plastic. Um, so I switched to Himalayan salt. So Epsom salt baths, I, I brought up the sea salt because sometimes I would soak in a sea salt bath because your body wants that sea salt, but it does not want the sea salt that's laced with plastic. People ask me sometimes, like, why do you do all that you do? Like the sea, I mean, the 
well, Himalayan salt now. And not only do I feel better now, but this is for long term. Like I'm, I'm working at, at keeping all the, the yucky stuff away that I don't want to end up with later. Not that I would. There's no, there's no story that I've created about that. But I'm just going to take as good a care of my body now so that it continues to take care of me. My network, my network care physician, he has a sign in his office, and it says, if you don't take care of your body, where are you going to live? <laughs> That's just brilliant. I love it. Okay, let's see. Anything else? I'm just looking at my notes. I just have a few notes that I wanted to. You know, you might begin starting to see sparkles of white light, which are fairies and angels. You may already see them now. It's really cool. Sometimes my fur babies see them. Sometimes the fairies are running around and playing with my fur babies. So you may have an increase in angelic signs, such as miraculous coincidences, which we know there are none. Feathers, coins, finding these throughout your day. Inside your house where they shouldn't be. That's the fun, that's the fun ones. <laughs> you might smell scents of floral perfume when there's no one around. You might hear sweet strains of music. Many people are opening up to that right now. And even if you aren't, it doesn't mean you aren't opening up. We all have different abilities. Some are... Um, you know, stronger, if you want to use that term, stronger than others. We're just allowing everything to open when it's time. We're not deciding that my abilities are this and your abilities are that, and we're going to stick with this, and I'm going to stick with that. That's, no. But you will definitely feel uh, and experience more love, peace, and joy as you begin to call on the angels every single day. All right, I'm going to pull a card now for our... What is up with this singing? I don't know why I do that. Like, probably because we're talking about the angels. I want to sing while I'm talking about them. Doreen Virtue's Angel Therapy Oracle Cards. We're going to get our guidance for the week. Okay, guidance for the week. Angels, we want guidance for the week. And I am actually just going to pull one card. So I'm expecting the guidance to be in that one card for this amazing, fabulous, brilliant group of badass lightworkers. Of course. The, the Earth Angel card. Hello, fellow lightworkers. The Earth Angel card. I have chills. It's a beautiful angel that has a globe in front of her, in between her hands. She's praying over it, and she's sending love to it. You are a lightworker who has come to Earth to teach about love. I said I wanted one card for this entire group, and there it is. So I'm going to read about this card real quick. You know, you can get these cards yourself on Amazon, hayhouse.com, either one. Hey house. Takes a little bit longer in shipping, but sometimes you can get them on sale for five bucks. Let's see. So this card, and they each come with little books that you can read. You don't need to be certified in this. You don't need to call someone for a card reading. I, I mean, sorry if any of you do card readings. I'm not saying you're not good at it. You are. I've, I get it myself sometimes, but I'm just telling everyone here, you don't have to do that. So this is the meaning of this card for you. This card comes to you in response to your question about your life's purpose. The answer is to teach about love. You fulfill this task whenever you're centered, serene, and loving, as that's when you're a role model of divine peace. You needn't say a word, write a book, or work as a healer in order to positively affect others. You merely need to be loving and compassionate in your interactions with others. That's all that is needed. Those who are peaceful teach about peace, which is the expression of divine love on earth. 
You also receive this card to help you cope with alienation issues, which means feeling different from others or that you don't belong. As an earth angel, this may be one of your first human incarnations. But don't worry, for you're never truly alone. The angels are always with you, guiding, loving, and unconditionally accepting you as you are. There are also other earth angels living among you who have similar backgrounds and experiences to your own. Ask your guardian angels to connect you with like-minded friends, and they certainly will. So here's the action steps that she writes about here that the angels give. The key to teaching about love is to first feel it for yourself and your life. Take a pad of paper or open a blank word processing document on your computer and write down everything you think, everything that you can think of under the heading, what I love about myself. Now, I think that is a brilliant idea because that is the way you step into gratitude and gratitude helps you step into receiving more. When you can find things to be grateful for, and it does not take a lot. I like to handwrite my journals. I like to handwrite what I love about my life. So perhaps that's something you want to start doing. And I want to point out, you know, she says in her guidance book that you might feel alienated if it's your first reincarnation or, or you haven't been here too many times. Hell, I've been here lots of times and I've seen all those lifetimes and I still felt alienated. You are different. You're not like everyone else. It's okay. That's why you're here. So please know that you're not the only one that feels like you don't fit in. And it's funny. I would say that all the time. I don't fit in. I don't fit in. Yet people would say, but everybody loves you. And I'm like, but I don't fit in. I don't fit in anywhere. I'm starting to feel, I'm starting to kind of figure out where I fit in. My, my inner circle is showing up. My close friends are getting closer. It's a really cool thing, but I think it's because I finally stepped into who I am, what I want in my life, what I'm not willing to put up with in my life. And so it's all showing up for me, everything that I desire, even the new friends. All right. I love you all. Thank you again for listening. I I appreciate it so much. If you get time, please shoot me some stars and a review. It is so helpful. I love to read them and it does help others realize that this might be worth listening to. You can reach out to me on my Facebook page or my uh, website, juliatreat.com. I have lots of different automated programs and even live groups that I run throughout the year. And I'm working on a retreat to Sedona, Arizona right now. So keep your eyes and ears peeled. I'm having so much fun creating it. I love you. Have a fabulous week. And remember to call on your angels. God bless.